Beloved, you are listening to Grace Life Comey Podcast, a platform commissioned by God to raise men into completeness in Christ Jesus. We believe that you will be blessed beyond measure as you give yourself wholly to this divinely inspired teaching. Through God's servant Pastor Chimdi Ohahuna. Grace to you. Jesus is Lord. Hallelujah. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. We, we are glad to uh, come over to the eighth day of World Explosion 2023. Hallelujah. Um, it's been an awesome journey thus far, and um, we give God praise. Uh, to go into today's session, let's have a prayer together. Sweet Holy Spirit, we appreciate you. Jesus, we glorify you. Have a father in story. Thank you for another time in your presence, another privilege to share fellowship in your world again. Jesus, you are the word. Holy Spirit, you are the teacher of the world. Teach us your word today. Amen. Grant us understanding that we need to grant us insight and clarity into your word. That's in the precious name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Forever, O Lord, your word is true in heaven, it is Today we are going into the eighth verse of John chapter one, and um, today happens to be the eighth day of um, World Explosion 2023. All right, we thank God for the first seven verses. We began it in um, um, 2022 World Explosion. We're able to run through um, verse one to verse seven a 2022, and we thank God we're able to go through verse seven b and thus far. And now we're in the eighth verse, and today we're going to be looking at the King James. Um, rendering of the eighth verse, the eighth part of the eighth verse. Amen to Jesus. Amen. Praise God forevermore. Hallelujah. Hallelujah to Jesus. All right. Um, basically it says, He was not that light, but was sent to bear witness of that light. He was not that light, but was sent to bear witness of that light. All right. Um, today we are going to be looking at it was not. Um, was not, uh, because um, I thought we were able to look at was not and that light. We know we're talking about here. John the Baptist was talking about that. Yes, talking about yes. saying it was not that light, but the sent to be a witness of that light. You can see the word that light appearing twice. That light so it speaks of a specific light. Are you get what I'm saying? Yeah. So I thought we were going to look at that light first today, but um, we can't look at that light today. We're going to be looking at what's not today. And I uh, trust that tomorrow we'll be able to look at that light. Praise God forevermore. Hallelujah. Hallelujah All right. So um, was is the past tense of be. That means to be. It talks about existence. It talks about, you know, something that is. Are you getting what I'm saying? All right. And um, not is used to form the negative of a modal verb. Are you getting what I'm saying? A modal verb. This is the Mexican dictionary definition. Are you getting what I'm saying? So what is the past tense of be? All right. So we want to talk about it in the present and it says it's be. And so the Bible says that it witnesses. Alright, and then um, not is um, the negative, you know, um, of the modal verb. 
whatever. So when we use not here, we're talking about negative. Something negative. Something negative. That's what we're talking about here. Alright. Uh, this implies that John the Baptist could not, was not, and will not be that light. That light in particular. He was not that light. He could not be that light. And he will not be that light. Amen. Amen. Now in view of in view of this, in view of, in view of this, there will be no confusion as to who he was, and no way would he impersonate that light. Now we are going to be going further to see what gave rise to this, you know, uh, uh, this whole uh, situation of him not being that light. It began actually with this uh, emphasis, and then we'll go further in the same chapter. Now we'll see that. A conversation came up and we can see why this emphasis began it all. Now it was for clarity and to prevent every form of confusion. Now um, as in life, confusion comes in when things are not well spelled out. When things are not well spelled out, there's always confusion. Even in the fact that yes, everything needs to be done by purpose, purpose still spells out. And you get what I'm saying? In fact, what the, the reason for purpose is to spell out. It's a spell out to prevent confusions of every and of any kind. Amen to Jesus. Amen. All right. So, um, um, John was not that light, and in no way could he impersonate that light. That light in question did not impersonate the light. There's no way to say um, he's a copy of the, he's actually an impersonation of that light. So there are two of that light operating now. You know, impersonation is a serious criminal offense. Yeah. It's a serious offense. When you impersonate somebody, you could go in for it. Are you get what I'm saying? Some of the times it's painful that we don't even know the that the uh, criminal nature of impersonation. And so some people even go ahead and impersonate people, not knowing what it entails, please, not forevermore. Now, so John was not an impersonation of that life. And he could not be an impersonation. He will never be an impersonation. There's only one that light. And anybody trying to be that light is impersonated. Are we together? This truth was also portrayed by John the Baptist himself. He portrayed it. Now we see this verse 8 telling us that he was not that light. But John further portrayed that light, that the fact that he was not that light. He portrayed the truth. Um, and this happened when he was asked if he was the Christ. And he said, no. John chapter 1, verse 19 to 20. John 1, 19 to 20 says, And this is the record of John, when the Jews sent things and levers from Jerusalem to ask him, Who art thou? Verse 20 says, And he confessed and denied not, but confessed, I am not the Christ. I am not Christ. the Christ. They asked him, Who are you? They did not even ask him, Are you the Christ? Are you getting what I'm saying? Yes. They first asked, Who are you? But a well-seasoned person who was filled with the Holy Spirit, he knew by revelation where they were going to. He knew that they were trying to ask him, are you the Christ? So he went ahead of them to give them the answer that they needed. You see, this was also the way Jesus answered them. The Bible is saying Jesus, knowing what was in their heart, yeah. he will answer them based on the knowledge of what was in their heart. So John also operated in this um, um, manifestation of the Spirit. This was a manifestation of the uh, of, the, of the spirit in this place of the word of wisdom, word of knowledge, sorry, I get what I'm saying. Knowing what is in the mind of the person, know what the intent of the person, I get what I'm saying. 
is a gift of the word of the word of wisdom. Jesus operated in it. John also operated in it. You know, Jesus operated in the gift of word of wisdom. He knows what is in their heart, and he answered them based on him knowing what is in their heart. Time and again he did that. Also, John also operated in this gift. Also, and you get what I'm saying. Then the gifts of the spirit were not made manifest as it were. But being full of the Holy Spirit, you know that in the Old Testament, they only had um, David, who was who the Holy Spirit indwelt. And then the next person the Holy Spirit indwelt was John the Baptist. John the Baptist was actually before the before the New Testament. And so being filled, being indwelt in the Holy Holy Spirit, he would operate in this in this gift. He knew what was in their mind. He said, Who are you? Say, I'm not the Christ. If I know what you are trying to say, I know where you are going to. I'm not, I'm not a Christ. Are you getting what I'm saying? Yeah. Now, let's read from verse 21 down to 21 to 20. Beloved, we will like to introduce to you one of our latest book releases. Titled, Hello Beloved, Get Moving. Authored by Chimdi Ohahuna. This book, Hello Beloved, Get Moving is one great resource for everyone who desires to change levels in life, earnestly wants a change in their experiences and outcomes, and lacks the needed push to achieve this goal. Also, there are times in our lives when we become aware of the need to go higher, advance, and move forward. However, circumstances beyond us make this desire almost impossible. The situations figuratively represent the sea, an army, or a mountain. This resource is simple, profound, and easy to understand by all readers. This material is put together to help you discover why you do not need to give up on your dreams in life, how to remove the limits of your life, face every fear, and overcome your fears. There is more to what you can be if only you stand up, gird yourself and get moving now. I strongly recommend this book to everyone who passionately desires to know how to navigate through unknown terrain to achieve their goals and vision. Order a copy today via Amazon. Welcome back. And he answered, No. Then said they unto him, Who art thou? The thou that we may give the, an answer to them that sent us. What sayest thou of thyself? That's what he says. He said, I am the voice of the one crying in the wilderness, make straight the way of the Lord. I said the prophet Isaiah, and they which were sent were not the Pharisees. <laughs> Is it now? They started off by asking him, who are you? He knew where they were going to. And he gave them the answer. They should have gone to relax. Because the, the Pharisees were always having issues with the Christ. They were always expecting the Christ. Even we saw in Paul's case where they came and were like against him. And they were like saying, he says that the Christ has come. They were of the opinion that the Christ has not come. So the, even till date, they, they, are, they are still of the Christ. Secret said that believe that the Christ has not come. So the issue was always the Christ in Christ. And so when somebody comes and begins to manifest in such dimensions, the question that comes to the is, is this the Christ? Is this that light, the Christ? And so John tells them, I am not the Christ. I said, okay, if you are not the Christ, then it should be something similar to the Christ. Okay, are you Elias? John, the Bible says, he came in the spirit of Elias. In the spirit of Elias. No, that was so, he was the... He was, um, uh, we, did a, we did a study on that, in, I think the beginning part of this study. He was uh, a, a um, the, 
That means what? The incarnate of Elias. Are you get what I'm saying? He came in the spirit of Elias. Praise God forevermore. And the prophecy was told concerning him that he will come in the spirit of Elias. His mother was told the prophecy. So she must have told him that. Are you get what I'm saying? So he knew the spirit in which he came. But yet they asked him, Are you a liar? And John the Baptist he said, No, I am not a liar. Are you one of the prophets? No, I'm not. This speak, speaks volume that John the Baptist never wanted to impersonate anybody. He was confident with who he was. He was confident in his personality. Now, who are you? I am the boss. This is a very important study we need to have here because this is where a lot of Christians have missed it because we are very good at impersonation. I'm not, I'm, before I get into what our study is for today, I just want to touch something. We see people who want to impersonate or that Christians who want to impersonate they are those who they are following. Some want to impersonate um, other leaders. Are you get what I'm saying? Um, we are told that it is they are their role model and every of that. Not a bad idea. Are you get what I'm saying? But even John that came in the spirit of Elias refused to be called Elias. He chose his path and the voice. Are you get what I'm saying? We are all unique in our own way. Even though we may carry spirits and anointings, are you get what I'm saying? Yeah. But we are still a voice. Mm. Yes, 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 yes. Their anointings and their spirits. Elisha carried the double portion of the spirit of Elijah. Are you get what I'm saying? Yeah. But Elisha still remained Elijah. Are you get what I'm saying? Yeah. He didn't change his name to Elijah Jr. He didn't he didn't impersonate Elijah in any way. Double the miracles of Elijah, but remain Elisha. John the Baptist came in the spirit of Eli- El- El- Elijah, but yet remained the voice. Sir, you may be carrying the spirit, you may be carrying an anointing, you may be carrying a bantry, but remain the voice. There's no need to press it You are just the best of who you are as a child of God. You are just the best. And you can make the best of your impact being who you are. If John wanted to impersonate Elias or the light, that light, or impersonate the Christ, he would have not been able to fulfill his ministry. For me to fulfill my calling, I have to be the voice I'm called to be. Not impersonating any other voice. Not impersonating any other person. Not prototyping or copying or being the copy of any other person. It may take me long, but at the end of the day, I'll fulfill my call. That's what every child of God is meant to work with. That's what we are meant. That's, that's the mindset we are meant to have. It's going to help us a great deal. A great deal to fulfill the call of God upon our life. We are unique for who you are. We are beautiful the way God has created you. You can best communicate the communicate Christ as a voice you created to you. Not as Another voice. Don't try to amplify another voice. Be that a voice as we tell you to be. You know, we've been doing our studies on the miracles of the it has been so exciting. So very exciting. And yesterday, somebody just came for the first time, and the person was like, he's still in state. The person could not, could not control what she felt. And I was like, these are simple teachings. But you see, I'm just being a voice. I'm just being a voice. And many a times, I believe that many people will try to know where I'm coming from. I get what I'm saying. I'm just being a voice. Are you getting me? Amplifying the light. <laughs> that light. Are we together? Right. So I just wanted to go there, and that's what the main purpose of this study. But I think it will help somebody 
Very good. Develop that a voice. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, so they asked me, and I said, no, I'm, 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 I'm a voice. I'm a voice. I'm the voice. Ah. John was so aware of himself, this vetted the needed confidence to remain who he was without seeking to deceive and delude others by destination. He was so confident of himself. He was so, he was so aware of himself. He's, he, he was totally aware of his ministry, aware of himself. We need to understand something. John was in Nazareth. Jesus was also in Nazareth. Are you getting what I'm saying? So it would have been easy to put himself, to put himself in shoes of Jesus. In our, go, go and look at what explanation last day. You see that there were a lot of similarities between the ministry of John the Baptist and the ministry of Jesus. It would have been very easy to just put himself in the shoes of Jesus. But yet, he didn't do that. Why? Because you know, doing that is in destination. He was so aware of himself and it gave him the needed confidence to remain who he was without needing to impersonate. When impersonation comes into the, into the scene, Deception and delusion. The spirit of deception and the spirit of delusion operates through impersonation. That is why it's a criminal offense from a human standpoint, legally speaking. And in the realms of the spirit, it's also a dangerous criminal offense because it's a spirit, it's a spirit of delusion and deception of this source. Are we together? John knew that there's only one Christ. Who is the Lamb and the Light of God? Posing to be the Christ will be impersonation, which will make him a false Christ and destroy both him and his ministry. So he understood the intricacies involved in impersonation, he understood the risk and the dangers. Involved in, person, in impersonation. I don't know if there was a law as regards impersonation in that time. Are you getting what I'm saying? But he knew the spiritual laws involved in it. Are you getting what I'm saying? Yeah. So he needed not to impersonate in any way. He was confident and comfortable in who he is. The voice. The voice. I'm just fine being the voice. I fulfill destiny being the voice. I am not the Christ. So if you guys are not comfortable, please just know the truth. I am not the Christ. Okay, are you the prophet? Are you the prophet Elias? No. Are you the prophet? Are you one of the prophets? No. I am the voice. Although he was a prophet. Yeah. Yet he refused. He knew the the, the, the prophet they are actually talking about. Exactly. Well, he didn't want to put it. He didn't want to impersonate. Are you a liar? No. Are you one of the prophets? Okay, so we are talking about are you Jeremiah? Are you uh, uh, Micah? I, no, no, no. I'm not one of those. I am unique for myself. I am not going to impersonate. Are you getting what I'm saying? Now, so, um, posing to be the Christ to be impersonation and it's very dangerous for what every minister for John the Baptist, are you get what I'm saying? And when you start impersonating Christ, you have become a false Christ. We need to understand this as new creation, we do not impersonate Christ. Once you start impersonating Christ, you have become a false Christ, and that's another danger. So, we are going to 
praise God Hallelujah to Jesus. In fact, the moment you start impersonating Christ, you have destroyed your originality in Christ. You have destroyed your ministry. Now, so even before Jesus spoke about the emergence of false Christ, look at that in Matthew chapter um, 24 verse 24. Says, For there shall arise false Christ, mm-hmm. and false prophets, mm-hmm. and shall shoot great signs and wonders, in so much, if it were possible, they shall receive the very. The same thing was rendered in the same thing rendered in Matthew chapter 8, verse 22. So, when you go there, the same thing was rendered there. It says, They shall emerge what? False Christ. Plural. False Christ. Are you getting what I'm saying? False Christ. And then false prophets. These are signs, these are these are things that Jesus spoke about. Even before Jesus spoke about it. Are you getting what I'm saying? John, full of the Holy Spirit, refused to commit the sin of Christ in persecution. <laughs> Jesus spoke this in him. Uh, you can see that it is in Matthew chapter 24. Are you getting what I'm saying? Wait, Father God. Ahead of his baptism. Before his ministry began. After his ministry began. After, after the ministry yeah, of Jesus. So John, John acted, you know, way before, before the ministry of Jesus began. In fact, John had died, had even died by the time Jesus was saying this. But because he was full of the Holy Spirit, this makes you understand that the Holy Spirit endured him. He, by his Holy Spirit, knew not to commit the sin of Christ in the church. He knew it. <laughs> so nobody could could uh, toss him or make him commit that sin because that would have been the end of his ministry. He would have lost his ministry and identity impersonating someone else's identity. You know, when you impersonate someone, actually, you lose your identity. That's it. You lose. You lose you. So John would have lost his identity and lost his ministry by impersonating the ministry of Jesus. And that's the sin on his own. Are you getting what I'm saying? Yeah. And he knew not to do that. Even before Jesus said talking about it. Are we together? Praise God forevermore. Now, the purpose of Christ's impersonation is to delude and deceive people. Is to delude, seduce, and deceive. That's the purpose of, of what? Christ's impersonation. To delude. Seduced and deceived. We see it in the same verse of scripture we read just now. But now let's look at Mark chapter 13, verse 22. There's another um, word put together that will help us. Mark 13, verse 22. It says, For false Christ and false prophets shall rise, and shall shoot signs and wonders, and to seduce, if it were possible to do Seduce. You see, Matthew says deceive. Are you getting what I'm saying? Yeah. So, the purpose, so the purpose of false Christ is seduction, deception, and delusion. That's the purpose. Now, so in, if John had impersonated, that means his ministry would have been would have become a ministry of what? Seduction, deception. The Bible speaks about wisdom as a woman. She had decked her house, she cried to the street of comfort, and the Bible also speaks about the seductress. The, um, um, the seductress, who is um, the, what do you call it, the um, adulteress, exactly. 
praise God forevermore. Thank you. The adulteress, praise God forevermore. There are two opposite forces here. We have the forces of wisdom, the woman of wisdom, the woman um, wisdom, and the woman is adulteress. The adulteress, sorry, thank you very much. Yeah, my, my, my daughter is joining the conversation. All right, the adulteress. Now, wisdom is the Christ. Bible says Christ is both the wisdom and the power of God. The adulteress, go to the book of Proverbs, she said, do not listen to her mouth. Her mouth is, is flowing like on you. She wants to take him to her house, and that's your end. She has fallen great men. The adulteress is the impersonated Christ. That is seductress. Her purpose is to seduce, to deceive. And to get it. So the spirit of the adulteress is what operates as the destination of Christ. And the spirit of wisdom is Christ. So once impersonation comes in, just know is a spirit of the adulteress. It's a seductive spirit. It's a de- 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 deceptive spirit. And is a delusive spirit. That's the purpose. Are you getting what I'm saying? And how does this spirit of the adulteress operate? How does this spirit of the adulteress seduce? They use great signs and wonders to do this. Are we together? And they impersonate by claiming that they are the Christ. Look at the same verse of Sheva we have read again. What did he say? Verse Mark chapter 13. So says, for false Christ and false shall rise, I shall show signs and wonders to seduce, if it were possible, only Signs and what? Wonders. Some of the times we don't understand that. They're not going to use anything, you know. Alien to us. Alien to us. The devil will never deceive you with something that is alien. It's going to use the same thing. Are you going to say? That thing that is craving that that that, that for us it looks like it's nice, just fine. Signs and wonders. You see, you see the same thing. You see, the counterfeit always looks like it. <laughs> the counterfeit is counterfeit because it looks so much like the original, but it lacks originality. It's an impersonation of the original. If you bring something that does not look like the original, it's no longer a counterfeit. <laughs> and the devil will never deceive us with something that looks different of Christ. He always deceives us with something that looks like Christ. The Bible says he masquerades himself as what? As an angel of light. He, he becomes as with horns and with blah, blah, blah. He cannot deceive. Deception thrives on what? A look alike, but lacking originality. And that's why they will not use any other thing other than what is good, but the counterfeit of what is good. That's what that's what deception thrives. They meet them. Right. So they come with signs and wonders and they claim that they are the Christ. We've had we've seen them around now. Are you get what I'm saying? Claiming that they are the Christ. You know, I, I, I see when I see it online, I'm like, wow, it's no news. We've, we've Jesus has told us about you before, so you are coming, welcome. <laughs> Some came before. Some came before. You're not gonna be the last one. So welcome, you're welcome. Welcome. Praise God forevermore. Hallelujah to Jesus. All right. Now, the purpose of this is to seduce and deceive the elect. That is the purpose. You see, the devil is not targeting the sinners. 
the spirit of the adult is not targeting your sin. You must know this. The spirit of the adulteress is actually targeting the elect. Those that have been chosen. Those that have been saved and chosen. That is who is targeting. Not your saved. No, no, no. What, what, what will the devil gain targeting your saved? What will the devil gain deceiving those who have been deceived? I <laughs> get what I'm saying. You don't deceive a man that has been deceived. You only deceive a man who has not been deceived. You don't try to deceive a man who has already been deceived. You try to deceive a man that has not been deceived. So the target is your left. But you know, we thank God. Why do we thank God? Because the Bible, because the Bible has made us understand that we cannot deceive it. We are direct in that verse of scripture. We cannot deceive the truth. We can't deceive. Are we together? The emergence of false Christ is a sign of the end time. And they are accompanied by false prophets. That's from the Colabo. And there's a third one that Paul, that Peter spoke about. Look at the book of uh, Peter spoke about it. He talked that that third one is false teachers. See, so there's a trial that <laughs> a dangerous trial that but sorry, I want I want us to go back to that. Okay. Because you mentioned that the elect cannot be but I, I think that is what that uh, statement was made as a caution to the elect okay. by Christ. Okay. And caution is given because if you are not careful, you may end up. Okay. You know, like you are driving, there's caution reduced, drivers to and so speak. Why? Because probably the, uh, the, the gradient of the road, the rest of it, uh, if you speed over this limit, you may end up. Tilting over the road or tilting over the, the hill or whatever, and then that's a crash or whatever. Okay, so for him, for Christ to have said, you know, uh, take heed, you know, says if if it were possible, even the elect would accept it. And if you look at verse 24, it says, but in those, uh, no, verse 23 says, but take ye heed, behold, I have foretold you what to so, you have to be careful because I've told you the caution to take. So the elect can be sentenced. Now if we go back to the Proverbs where we see the, the spirit of the adulteress operating on the streets, he told, you hear wisdom saying, be careful. She's there calling you, telling your husband to stand. She's there telling you that she has made the bed with all the you know, nice linen and the rest of them. You should just come in, everything is settled for the night. Be careful. And it's mostly telling those who are, you know, you just you go out, you don't know where you're going to. You just, they are, they are walking in mercy, you know. You have to operate with wisdom, not to be in mercy. Do you understand? So this is a caution. I believe Christ is telling you. If you don't operate with caution, you may end up on this path of seduction. And that is where I believe today we've had believers who have gone down that path. Why? Because they didn't operate with caution. We all have needs. But if you don't handle your needs with caution, you will end up in seduction. You see those who have started in the church, you are serving God in the church, and then the spirit of protection comes to tell you that how does serving God increase your financial? How does serving God secure your future? Why don't you just come to the secular part? You are not doing anything wrong. 
It's just that you are using your teeth in such a way that you can make money to understand legitimately. You know, but they have seduced you out of the purpose of progress. You are there singing, dancing with all sorts, you know, but you are no more in God's purpose. You have you are outside. If your purpose was to be outside, God will not make you start with it. It's not your purpose. So if you are meant to be a secular artist, God will not start you as a fireman. That's what you don't want. It's not the utter confusion. If you are meant to be outside, you will be outside. And uh, the time you go to drafted, you will be drafted. And then you serve God. But they don't know it's an error for you to be serving God. Then you go out to find ends meet and come back to serve God with the ends you have gone to meet outside. It is way out of it. Praise God. So I believe when this question has been to us, the road is going to be but if you operate with caution, you will not end up with that God. Alright. Um there's a, there's, there's a side to that. Um the side to that. And um that um goes on the says if let's read it. If it were possible, even the elect would what? That's where it stops. It says for Christ's sake, for, for sorry, for false Christ and false prophets shall rise and shall show signs and wonders to seduce. If it were possible, even the elect. Should I use another version? So let's compare with other versions. The BBE says, because there will be false Christ and false prophets, and they will give signs and wonders in hope of turning even the saints from the true way. Is it really say some people will say to you, I am the Messiah. Other people will say, I am a special messenger from God. But their words are what? False. They will do powerful things. Those things will surprise everyone very much. If possible, they would even cause the people that God has chosen to believe them. Um. There's a, there, 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 there's a, there are some words put into consideration again. And we use that translation. If possible. If it were possible, yeah. If possible. If possible. Um, if that, that's, uh, which one you said, if, if they're possible. This is English, in English says, if, if possible. If possible. Uh, the BBE says, uh, okay, I think they are mostly if possible. If possible. And King James says, if possible. If we're possible, if, if we're possible, that, that just clearly says that if it were possible, that means it's not possible. If it were possible, so let's look at the visual for if it was possible. It's the word tunatus, okay? And it means able, powerful, mighty, strong. It also means to be able to do something. So it's still if possible. If possible. And that transition says they hoped to. If they're possible, if they're possible, they're able to. They should have deceived evil with very That's what it says. So if it says if they're possible, they should have deceived very well. That means it holds a lot of impossibility on their side. Yes, but not 100%. 
Because what I'm saying is, if we, we need to add about 24, verse 23 to it. Because if it was from 100% that it was not possible, Jesus would say we should take Is a, is a situation. I mean, there are roads that they say train don't drive more than 20. Some people are driving 40 and they were safe. Mm-hmm. Do you understand? No accident. But 20 gives you a caution because the day you fall a victim of going above 20, all they need to show you is that you said 20. So you cannot hold the government of whoever like for going over the, the limit. Okay. And um, basically, this point here bring something to us you know um, most of the times um, christians they unknown to themselves become healthy because there's a larger percentage of impossibility on the part of the spirit of research and of seduction to deceive and delude the elect the percentage of impossibility on their part is less 90% but the percentage of possibility is based on our reception. Exactly. Our carefulness. Now, so God does not do things in such a way that He just makes it that He enforces something on us or on life. There's still a place of choice, there's still a place of decisions. And that's, that's that our place of carefulness is what we need to depend on Holy Spirit to help us. Exactly. exactly. That, that, when we've seen people who have gone. Outside the path of carefulness, and they come back saying, Oh, if, if I be, I would have just listened to the voice. So it, it, it applies in every aspect of our Christian life. Because now, it, from this verse, shows us a high level of impossibility on the part of the spirit of seduction. Yeah. But we also have a path to make it possible. The Bible says, You break the edge, the serpent will bite. Exactly. If your edge is not broken, serpent has no possibility of biting you. But if you decide to now break the bricks, yeah. By either removal or by breaking, whatever way, you have created a, a hole. The, the serpent will bite. No, number two, um, so, uh, somebody once said, Bible said, no weapon formed against us shall prosper. Say, no weapon formed against you shall prosper. That is a hundred percent assurance that anything that anybody has against, anything that somebody forms against you, will say, but what about the one that formed against yourself? Or the one that somebody formed against you now go and tell carry it from the person and against yourself. So this place brings the place of personal responsibility. Exactly. On a larger percentage, 90%, 90, 90, 90, 95%, it will be impossible for the spirit of the seductress to delude you, to seduce you, and to deceive you. But on your own part, carelessness will give room for the spirit of the seductress to be safe to succeed. Now, why would that come? When the focus is no longer on Christ, on the spirit, on the spirit of wisdom, when the focus is no longer on, on, the, on, on, the, 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 uh, on the woman of wisdom, the spirit of wisdom, Christ, wisdom of God, and now the focus has now become on the seductress, the she seductress, which is the uh, operation of the spirit of, sedu- of seduction, you will be there. And this happens when, you see people, look at the church today, the focus has moved from let me not say the program, okay. A lot of people that begin to focus on what they can get, yes. not on who they what what they can get, what you can do for them, you know. Uh, it's all about benefits. Exactly. They don't actually care 
the avenue to to through which they are getting their benefits. Yeah, you know, like uh, I was uh, reading up, and the Bible says that um, the Lord was with Joseph, and he was successful. I never seen that. The, when his first friend that was when he was going through his body, and the Bible called him success. If you don't call the person success, who is still in forty past house? Who is still in the prison? Who is who was in the pit? You don't call the person successful. He was not be called successful when he had to balance. I mean, it's as simple as saying you can't call him successful when it's like life is like a pendulum. You know, you are going forward. You promoted to become you know, a steward, in fact, chief steward in Potiphar's house. Before you told it, you are Joseph. Yeah, please, yeah, exactly. You know, from slave, you become the chief steward. Then from chief steward, you go to prison. <laughs> Your life is not in quotes. And then in prison, you are just changing positions. You are getting higher. <laughs> but in prison. <laughs> you know, those were not, they number one. Like they say, no matter how beautiful a company is, it's still to, uh, to bury a corpse. Mm-hmm. So in, in quotes, no matter how beautiful the prison is, everybody is celebrating prison. A prisoner, a, a senior, a prisoner, yeah. a senior prisoner, the chief of the prison, the, prison. the leader. Uh, he keeps, he makes sure the prisoners are all well. You know, so, so, so it's like, what was successful about him? But that's important. Lord was too. So the secret of the success was who he had, yes. not what he had or where he was. The Lord was with him and was successful in those seemingly tragic damage. Now, over the time, our focus has moved in the church, our focus has moved from who we have to what we have. I have a car, I'm successful. I have a good marriage, I have a good job, I have a good career, I'm successful. What we have, not who we have. And that shift is what has opened the door for the spirit of the seductress to have so much access to. Yeah. And you see people moving from church to the world, moving from this from, from the gospel to the secular field. Because it's about success is not defined by what you have, not who yeah. Yeah. So on a normal day. 90%, the spirit of the subjection is not meant to delude us. But because of our focus and our carelessness, our carefulness, we open the door for the spirit of the subjection. Not only do we open the door, so much as we do as the subjection, the Bible was saying, as she cries and calls, say she has been a bed. It's for you to carry your leg and grab it. So much as we won't carry our legs before she starts running. Before she starts running. Yeah. Okay, so this is really, yeah, something to look out for. There's a part of the impossibility of the spirit of seductress, seducers as believers, yeah. and there's the part where we have to, you know, we have to be careful yeah. so that we don't give the spirit of seductress the, the hundred percent possibility to actually exactly. seduce us as, as children of God. Uh, we have to stop at this point today, and it's been a great time. And I think we are, we are stopping at this point on a good note yeah. for us to go and reminisce and uh, you know. Um, take a good look at how we've been living our Christian life yeah. and see areas where we have been careful mm-hmm. or not careful mm-hmm. and have the Holy Spirit to help us be much more sensitive to his thoughts and uh, lead us to be more careful in our walk you know, as, as, as children of God. Because the impersonation is everywhere. Because the impersonation is everywhere. Mm-hmm. You know, it's unfortunately 
Antichrist will not appear as Antichrist. <laughs> Scripture has revealed it to us again and again. And so we just have to be uh, much more tuned in the Holy Spirit to receive as the elect of God. Amen. Let's have a word of prayer. Oh, thank you, Holy Spirit. We appreciate you for another great time of revelation. It's getting more clearer and getting more exciting in the Spirit. Lord, we ask that you help us to depend more on the Holy Spirit. Even John the Baptist to depend on the Holy Spirit. So he will not operate in the spirit of destination. Uh, help us now. So that uh, this impossibility will not make it possibility for ourselves in the name of Jesus. Help us to be to, to be tangible the spirit of wisdom. Lord. The spirit of wisdom. Not to be moved by what we seek to have. Yes, Lord. Not to be moved by Thank you, Jesus. Jesus, precious. Amen. Thank you so much for your time. Remember to keep sending in your questions. God bless you. Now is your moment of salvation. If you are yet to make the Lord Jesus Christ your Lord and personal Savior, we request that you say this prayer along with many others now. Say this words, Lord Jesus, I am a sinner, I repent of my sins, and ask that you forgive my sins. I believe that you shed your blood on the cross, died for my sins, and rose again in the third day. Today, I invite you into my life today. Wash me by your blood, make me your own, until eternity be my Lord and personal Savior. Thank you Lord Jesus, in Jesus' precious name. For your love gift of any amount to Grace Life Kami Podcast, kindly use any of our giving channels available, to give in dollars. You can send to Universal Merchant Bank Ghana. Account number, 033-154-551-2013. Swift code, M, B, G, H, G, H, A, C, to give in CDs. Universal Merchant Bank Ghana. You can send to account number, 033-254-551-2017. To give in Naira, you can send to Ecobank Nigeria, account number 554-102-0592. Also, for further enquiries, you can call us on plus 233-54594-7132. OR, send us an email via ministry at gmail.com today. Remain ever blessed. We believe you were blessed listening to this teaching from God's Word. May your soul remain ever refreshed and revived. We would love to hear your praise report today. Beloved, remain connected to Grace Life Comey Podcast. Jesus is Lord.